Hey, this is Zach from Citizens, and you are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Zach from Citizens. Citizens uh, released a brand new album, I Can't Find the Edges of You. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys, the podcast for Christian music fans, by Christian music fans. Uh, gentlemen, um, going to funerals can be a sad time. Um, especially, you know, family members and, uh, they're usually not a joyous time, right? Man, you are really starting things <laughs> off. Yeah. I don't know like, where we're going like, here. Just right. hang on. So, hang on, uh, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. an Ecuadorian woman at the age of 76, um, was declared dead in a casket with the, the casket lid shut. Uh, woke up five hours mm-hmm. into her remembrance service and started knocking wow. from inside her um, coffin. Doctors declared the retired nurse Bella Montoya dead following a possible stroke and cardiopulmonary arrest. She, not, she did not respond to the res- resuscitation um, and they declared her dead because she was still living. <laughs> So the family gathered at the funeral home. I guess they do different things in Ecuador because this was the same day. The family gathered at her funeral home and and held her um, wake. But um, they had to stop when they heard a sound from the coffin. And um, just hours after she was declared dead, she was knocking on it. And the son said, it gave us all a fright. (laughs) You think? Her family returned um, her immediately back to the hospital. Um, they said there was about 25 people there at her funeral and um, took her back. Her- I wonder if she woke up because she was mad there weren't more. <laughs> they said her breathing. Wait, wait, I can't tell you. Only 25? <laughs> they said her breathing was heavy, um, but the doctor put her on oxygen and they said her she was stable and um, she went home. And so they had to obviously destroy that uh, death death certificate. Um, but I have um, officially have never been to a funeral when I heard anybody knocking on the uh, the coffin. I don't know about you all. I mean, officially, who <laughs> declared who who uh, declared her dead? Well, the I was going to say who declared her dead? Her husband? Because then, oh, the doctor. Oh, it was her husband. Like, no, she's dead. <laughs> she's Put her dead. in the casket. <laughs> Yeah, but wait, wait. They, they. Uh, what happened? She was already in the cast. Seventy six. But like, I, th- I thought they they embalm and then it's that's the my thing too. Like but the we're talking about in Ecuador. Embalming. They did the they did the wake the same so, day. So uh, okay. Also, I will say. So I lived in Mexico for a few years, and and I don't I'm, I don't know if it's you know all of uh, Latin America, but in Mexico, funerals happen within 24 hours usually they're they're very quick it's like oh so and so passed away when's the funeral tomorrow yeah like that was always surprised to me and a shock to me because in the states it's like sometimes it's a week two weeks sometimes yeah sometimes. right but do they embalm them but in mexico it'd be like oh did you hear that you know that pastor passed away and it's like oh man maybe if we can check uh tickets maybe we can fly down there tomorrow and you know somebody we knew from across the country they said, no, actually, the, the service is in the morning. And it's like, what? Like, they do it so fast and, in and, Mexico. So, I mean, it, I'm hearing you say if it's the same in Ecuador, that's totally 
believable because they do it. Well, obviously this lady wasn't embalmed, but do they embalm the people in Mexico? I don't know. That's it. I don't know. It may be why they do it so quickly. Right. uh, That they don't. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, But I do know it was very quick. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, the. I, I, there's so many questions I have. I think uh, she was a nurse. The doctor that declared her dead, did they have something that they didn't get along? Uh, <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, she's dead. Box her up, send her out. She got. I just, I think oh, it's no, funny that the son's reaction was, it gave us all a fright. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> That's the last thing you want to hear at a funeral. Um, is a knock on the She's on the coffin. Back. <laughs> She's alive again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I mean, I I can just see her being super mad at her son. You were gonna bury me. <laughs> yep, the holidays will be kind of interesting. And at, at that point, I'd be afraid she's the Antichrist. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Grant, Grammys. fellas there's some exciting things happening with us and um, our show podcast Uh, we were talking about all kinds of exciting things coming up there's a lot of things we cannot indulge with you guys and and tell you all all the fun exciting things but we got some some pretty cool things lined up um soon should we go ahead and tell them one of the exciting things walking around the cruise, the cruise, Christian music guys cruise. <laughs> yeah, Christian music guys cruise. Walking. If we can get enough people to sign up, we don't have to pay for it. So come <laughs> on, guys. That's what. <laughs> Walking around um, in your town, don't know what to wear that day. Well, guess what? We have the perfect thing for you to wear. Soon, we will have. Walking around these streets. <laughs> I thought I was going to think. I was thinking of. <laughs> Uh, making my way downtown. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was going the Christian route, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Chris uh, is the holy one. Um, walking around in your oh in your town in your village <laughs> with a Christian music guys merch, a t-shirt. If it's cool outside, a hoodie, a hat. Um, put a sticker, a bumper sticker on your car, the Christian Music Guys. We are working on merch. It's just a wonderful way for you to support us as you're walking around and also look really cool while doing it. So, yeah, that is exciting. Um, Stay tuned for all the details with our merch. So we recently sat down with Zach from Citizens. Citizens uh, just released a, actually a deluxe edition of their album, I Can't Find the Edges of You, uh, which is currently streaming on all platforms. And um, deluxe. deluxe edition. Had a great conversation with him. And also we find out all of the other, you'll be surprised of how many other bands out there are called Citizens or have the name Citizens in their band. The name Citizen, yeah. So check this interview out. We got Zach from Citizen Zach. Zach, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us this afternoon. 
Always a pleasure, yeah. guys. So how was your all's trip to New Zealand and Australia? Oh, it was okay. It was pretty eventful, as you could imagine flying across the world would be. The one thing that happened, though, that was pretty surprising is we got there and it was raining a lot. And to us, it just felt like, oh, it was just raining. But to them, that's it was apparently a lot more rain than they're used to. A big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And so we went to this event prior to that kind of kicked off the festival and we were meant to play the next day. And uh, anyway, the next morning they show up at our house and they're like, did you guys hear the news? We're like, no, what, what's going on? Like, we had to cancel the oh. festival. <laughs> so <laughs> we flew all that way, but I mean, they were incredible about it and they, they had no choice. I mean, people were showing us photos of the airport, like an hour after we had left the airport, apparently it had flooded and everything. So it was it was a very eventful trip in that regard. So we were bummed that we didn't get to do our typical New Zealand kind of stuff, like playing at the festival there. But then we went over to Sydney, and that has never disappointed. Yeah. Um, we always love one of our favorite cities. Now, was that in. was that summertime so, there? Good. Because y'all went in the winter here, right? Yeah. Yep, it was yeah. summer for them. Yep. So it's it's always interesting because we go there at kind of the worst time. We're basically going there when everyone's on summer vacation, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow people still show up. Yeah. So it's always a very a meaningful yeah, time. That's good. Now, um, as uh, I've, ta- I've nerded out with certain people before on, on our podcast, are you, so being in New Zealand, I always just think about, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Are you yeah. at all a Lord of the Rings fan? And have you got to like go to those places in New Zealand and kind of uh-huh. nerd out if so? I do. I like Lord of the Rings and I have been to Hobbiton. Um, and it is, it is a pretty amazing spot. Like, and to think yeah, that Mata Mata, yes, <laughs> uh, the whole, like, there is. Have, have you been? Uh, yeah, I, I was uh, invited to share a missions conference that was in Mata Mata, and I was like, oh yes, I accept that invitation. So he was suf- he was so suffering was awesome. for Jesus. I love yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love all those New Zealand town names too, because I, I, I'm having a hard time think of any off the top of my head, but like this sort of double kind of vowel kind of thing like that, Mata Mata. But, um, oh man, I went to Hobbiton, although it's kind of a funny story because my wife and I went there and uh, we were on our 10 year anniversary. The band was out that way and we were able to get her out with us. And we went to Hobbiton, but we were kind of in a little bit of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so the photos of us were, were smiling, but we know that we're not actually very happy with each other in that moment. <laughs> That's great. But then it all worked out later. We talked, you know, it's like, but it's just, so I always have this sort of mixed feeling about Hobbiton that I got to go there, but you know, we obviously weren't super happy with each other at that point. So. Sure. Yeah. Mine is, uh, all my experience was, I mean, I, I'm a, like, I'm a super nerd when it comes to that stuff. And so I was with a group of my friends there and, uh, <laughs> and I was the only one that cried. You cried when we, I love it when we walked around the corner. And so not cried, I teared up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's, it's funny. Cause then everybody was like there. So the pictures of us, of our group is like, everybody's super happy. And there's like me all emotional and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> You're feeling it. Yeah. it's also mixed feelings for me, but I look back and I'm like, all right, it, it, it's just totally cool. I, I can be that guy. <laughs> it's all. amazing. I mean, it's so incredible. Like I can't even believe that this is this. It's so funny. Yeah.
so we want to chat with you a little bit about your guys' album that came out in February. Yeah. And uh, uh, I can't find the edges of you. We love it. It's become mm. kind of a. Uh, it's my running album now. Uh, so I, I go yeah. on runs with it. It's kind of the one that's that's going on. I love the. That's cool. It's like I don't know what's the word. Maybe it's not the right word, but like the ethereal sound, mm. kind of like it's got like that. Is that a right word? Yeah, that's great. I love <laughs> okay, it. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a musician. I just hey, we'll like keep, music. We'll keep uh, in the um, in the Lord of the Rings kind of speech. Ethereal. There we totally go. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Now, I, we were, I, listen, I'm probably using the wrong word. I'm we a were watching. Fan. We were watching <laughs> Lord of the Rings 24 seven. You know, and so that's why I'm just kidding. That'd be great. Oh, wow. We should do that. Okay, no, yeah. We should do that. <laughs> like sometime. an album. Yes. <laughs> cool. So what is, uh, what was it like getting this album together, kind of the process and, and how did all this come together? Well, I mean, you know, like a lot of people that are songwriters and musicians, I mean, we started working on this record during COVID, at least writing it. And so the first song that was written for this record, well, that's actually not true. Well, the first song that was sort of written for this record that kind of really kind of helped form the idea of it all was Everything and More. And I wrote that over Zoom with Taylor Linhart. And that was my first Zoom write. And so I'd say that went okay. Um, Not all the Zoom writes went well, uh, I'll be honest, during COVID, but that one went great. Um, But actually the first song was Love Light. I I wrote that song like, or I started writing that song, I should say six or seven years ago and i've tried to get it on two other records and the band is always just like yeah i don't i don't think so i don't think so yeah it's about the time and so finally one day i was just like nope i'm not gonna take defeat anymore and i just went back and i was like i'm gonna rearrange this thing i'm gonna turn it into something that we all want to make something of so it's it was i mean in many ways i feel like this theme has been sort of living with us for a lot of years but this is the first record that we had a chance to really kind of flesh out a lot of what that theme is, which I mean, I think is the feeling that we were, that we all had was just that um, it doesn't seem to be getting, we don't seem to be getting a whole lot of places with in our sort of different circles by either congregating together around all the things that we're against or sort of only kind of avoiding certain people or groups because they're not, they don't think like we do or they don't believe the same thing like we do. And I'm talking about within Christianity. I'm not talking about like even different faiths. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just felt like, all right, well, without even necessarily setting out to make a record like this, it was just a lot of our conversation, a lot of on our thoughts of there's gotta be something more though to bring people to the table. Right. It can't just be, well, let's come and try and resolve this conflict. There's got to be something, too, that we can come to the table for that has nothing to do with conflict and more just to do with uh, mystery and awe and worship and all that. And um, and that's kind of what led us to I Can't Find the Edges of You. So from time to time, we'll get uh, fan questions, uh, and we let people know who we're interviewing. And we have Brad. Ooh. Brad from Pennsylvania wants to know, uh, the story behind your song, When We Pray. Ooh, Brad from Pennsylvania. I wonder where in Pennsylvania. I uh, go right outside. He didn't say, he just says Pennsylvania. Um, 
Yeah, I know. I know a couple of Brads. Um, <laughs> or as people from Pennsylvania will say, PA. That's exactly it. PA. <laughs> yeah, they yep. don't. Act, uh, all my friends that are from Pennsylvania. When they refer to Pennsylvania, it's yep. always back in PA. PA. That's PA. oh yeah. That's that's it. So when we pray, is um, you know there weren't many songs for this record, especially co-written, where we just showed up and we didn't neither of the groups had an idea, but on this song, Ben and I got together and neither of us had anything that day. We just showed up, started talking. And, uh, this is Ben Cantillon, who's the other writer in the song. And I don't know, at some point he asked, what do you, or maybe I asked the question, I think, you know, what, what's been on your mind though, outside of even just musical thing. He just said, I've been thinking a lot about Jesus name. And it was interesting because we had this long conversation about it. And as we were writing the song, we were kind of working it out because we realized that in many ways, that's a pretty, I mean, I think it's safe to say that that phrase has in some ways become a cliche in the fact that it Mm. is used in a lot of ways to sort of be like a marketing thing. It's on t-shirts, it's on bumper stickers. It's, and even like another friend of mine pointed out too, sometimes it's just a thing that we say almost as like a, it's almost sort of like magic where if I say this thing, then I'm going to be okay. Everything's going to be right. And yeah. And so as we were unpacking the song, we started to think about what about all those people though, who have been praying the same prayer for year, year after year, after year, after year for family members, for healing, for just a lot of things in life that are unanswered. And it was cool as we kind of started thinking about it more, you start to see that really when we say in Jesus name, yes, part of it is believing that God can do this thing, this mighty work that is really needed. But it's also, I think probably the bigger thing is it's our way of acknowledging Jesus. You're with me, you're with us and you will do whatever you're going to do and help me to help me to trust you in that. And I think that's was such a cool thing for Ben and I to, kind of unpack as we were writing that song because I don't know I know it's true for any person that has believed in God has followed Jesus for any portion of their life they have had things that they've consistently prayed for and things that have yet to be answered mm. or they have things they prayed for that were answered maybe at the time didn't feel like they were answered but in hindsight you saw okay right. God really did answer that prayer just in a completely different way than what I expected yeah right. and I think I don't know. We just wanted to write a song that sort of challenged the church really. And why, why it matters that we pray in the name of Jesus, you know, that it's more than just a thing we say at the end of a prayer, but it actually is probably one of the most profound things we can do in acknowledging that Christ is in us and working through us and is everywhere in this world. And if we believe that, then we're believing that we're heard and also that, God is working through whatever is happening. And I can attest to this, like years after losing my dad, when I was young, I wasn't praying. Maybe I did actually, I probably did as a young boy prayed in Jesus name, because I thought if I pray this enough, then this thing will happen. And, um, I don't know all these years later though, my prayer wasn't answered. My prayer was that God would bring my dad back from the dead. That wasn't answered, but, but God answered prayers. I wasn't even praying for. You know, and all these years later, 
I can see that, okay, these in Jesus' name prayers of me just acknowledging, Jesus, you're with me in this, turned out to be pretty powerful and profound because the things that God uh, brought out of the pain and the suffering were actually pretty remarkable things that I never could have imagined in the midst of, you know, my hurting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of truth there, man. Like I, I, I'm, I'm 35, but I'm, I'm a youth pastor. So I'm constantly like, I'm talking to the students I'm talking to are every year getting younger than me. Mm. <laughs> and so I, I always find myself like trying to, cause they're going through things and I'm, I'm not too far removed away from my high school years to remember the stuff I was going through. Right. And I'm, and I'm like telling them like, I, you know, like as far as prayer and just like what's going on in your life. And I'm, t- I'm trying to tell them as a mid thirties guy, you know, listen, there are so many times in the moment of that, of my life when I was going through this thing or praying for this specific thing or something was going on, I was just bewildered at the fact that God would allow me to continue to go through yeah. this thing or, or whatever yeah. it is, you know? And then now I'm like, but guys, but, sometimes it took me like seven or eight years to look back and go, Oh, wait a second. God was totally yeah. faithful. And it took me some time to even realize it because, you know, maybe I'm super focused on something and I'm not seeing big picture or it just takes me time to realize, Oh wait, God, your hand was totally there. So yeah, I, yeah this is my wife's favorite song and, mm. and, and she loves it as well. And, and um, yeah. And why you got to go do it? You said you like, you wanted to write a song that challenged the church. Why you got to go and do something like that? <laughs> Come on, the church. Church doesn't need to be challenged. Got it yeah. all. Listen, we've got it all yeah. together, Zach. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I'm sorry. He was he I'm was never a part does. of a he was never a part of a church called Mars Hill. I mean, no, never, never. Oh man, no, yeah, nothing. The status quo is wonderful. No. Um, hey, so so we have another fan, Jesse from Louisville. I want to I want to ask you about my favorite song on the album. I love and, it. I love it. Uh, it, it's my podcast. It's our yeah. podcast. I can do this. Uh, I want to ask you about Here I Am. Mm-hmm. I, man, this song was so on time for just a season of life I was in, especially there's the the line that you guys have. The um, um, I have to like kind of sing it in my head. Give me a second. Uh, Close to you is still too far. I want to be right where you are. Man, when I, like that song came out and when you guys released it and I heard that song, it was like where I was in my mm-hmm. life, where I was in my season. Man, that song was like boom, like right mm-hmm. on time. Uh so kind of, I'd love to hear the kind of heart behind that song and how that came together. You know, um, yeah, I remember just, and I kind of do this. I don't know why this happens, but it just is. It's frustrating, but it's the reality. I'll, I'll know that, all right, I'm going to be writing with some people here coming up. So I want to have some ideas and I'll just bust out like seven ideas that I could have done like three weeks prior and maybe even, but it just nothing, nothing, no creative ideas were coming. And then, of course, they come like five minutes before someone's going to show up. And so that idea came to my mind where I was just, I don't know, I think I was just feeling kind of both the combination of, of like gratitude for having really been given the perspective through nothing more than just a really simple act, but given getting more perspective into the fact that God is present everywhere. And I, for months I would sit out on my porch every morning and I'll just listen to the birds and I would journal and pray and just read. And I, I found so much, um, I just found so much encouragement as I did that. And what I started to realize was, Oh my goodness. Okay. 
if, if I really believe that God is the creator of all things, and if I believe, you know, even what John is saying in his gospel about all things being, you know, created through Jesus, Paul talks about this too in Colossians, but like things being made through Christ, then we're all existing and living everything, every single, single organism in this world. Of course, like, and Jesus tells us, you know, the flowers and the birds, they don't have more value than us, but they still have some sort of value because God wouldn't have made them, right? And to think that we're all living in this place where God is breathing and creating and restoring and redeeming, that's where that lyric you know, kind of came in on the chorus of here I am. And then especially that lyric of close mm-hmm. to you is still too far is just mm-hmm. kind of a gratitude for the journey of years ago. I wouldn't have said that. I would have said, um, you're, I don't know. It just feels like you're not here at all. And there are certainly days where that, yeah. if we're honest, that, that rings true. But yeah, I yeah. think the deeper we go in faith, the more that we're really, and I, I mean, specifically faith, believing in a God that we cannot see. So then if we can't see God with our actual eyes, then we need some other eyes to be able to see God with. And that's through the eyes of our heart. And I think that that's the part for me that gives me the ability to sit out and appreciate the grandness and all of God's creation while also remembering the ways that God is present with me in my own like personal life and things I go through. And then just to be able to simply say, almost like that sort of breath prayer of here I am, like I'm here, God. Um, and so anyway, that that's that's sort of really as that song came together, Leslie and Stefan and I, we were in my cabin and we were just right, working on it. And we had so much fun writing that song because I think all three of us were sort of feeling that in a really similar way. And that's really special when you get m- multiple, it's really affirming when a bunch of people are in the room together and they're writing and thinking about similar ideas and concepts. And that's exactly what was happening. It was, it was super uh, inspiring, but also just felt like, all right, we're writing something that's going to speak to people. Yeah. Well, I, it's my favorite and I'm sure maybe, maybe 70% of the streams that that song's had. Come from me, <laughs> well, thank so, you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Absolutely. Uh, um, so what did you mentioned a couple different ways that you guys write? Like you talked about writing on zoom, you yeah. talked about writing in your cabin. What does the typical writing process look for you guys look like for you? Guys? Um, it's all over the place. I mean, we've, I mean, I'm always writing first off and I mean, okay. all the time there's always ideas kind of coming out of me and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm funny like this. I'm not like, I, I don't, believe the artists or the people that are like yeah i've never listened to that record i never watched that movie you know those kinds of people like i'm always like you didn't watch it at all like i'm sure you had to have watched mm-hmm. you know i don't know mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't i don't know but i i will say like i spend so much time in the writing process and the demoing process and the mixing process listening that honestly by the time the record comes out i'll listen to it a few times and then it's like Man, I've I've sat. This thing has lived with me so many times. I'm gonna we're gonna go out and play these songs like hundreds of times. It's gonna be incredible, and I still love playing them all, even the ones that are ten years, eleven years old. Um, dun, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And uh, I don't know you. So I just start thinking a lot about new stuff all the time, and I'm always thinking about like what's next and what what we're going to, what we're going to 
what, we, what we're going to write, what's going to be the next thing. So I usually try and demo stuff and send it to the guys and we'll work on it. Like Brian was just here he, in the band. He was just here last week and we were writing a few new songs and I just, I don't know. I love that process. And after all these years, I will say too, though, I mean, this past record, we had more co-writers than we've ever had. Um, and part of that was, I'm really grateful for because like most bands don't get to make six records. And I felt like, you know what, maybe this is a cool one to bring in some other perspective and I'm grateful we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm always, I'm always fascinated to hear like how different people approach writing and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've always appreciated that. Cause I'm, I, it's not something that like, I'm not, I'm not a writer. Uh, I journal and stuff, but, uh, not, not to the extent where I'm trying to like make something I think out of it, I guess. Um, so I've always, I've always fascinated by that, that process and how certain people, you know, like I've heard people talk about like never fall in love with the first draft, yeah. like that kind of thing. And, and the kind of dealing with that, like, Hey, I have this wonderful idea and you go and you take it. It's like everyone else is like, that that's yeah, we're not, we're not feeling that, but I guess it helps to have people you trust, right? Like people that know yeah. you, people that you, you can be, you can be and I think with, part I guess, of it's too know. discovering your own voice, you know, and people help that and help you to do that where along the way you will get the critique and the feedback that's like you're really excited about something. And it's not just that one person isn't excited about it. It's that every person you're showing it to is kind of like, eh, you know, that kind of response. But over time yeah. you make things <laughs> yeah. that you realize, oh, I mean, I can't I mean, there's. When you make something that people really connect with, that does something to you. Like, I, I don't know. It did something to me. It unlocked something in you. And all of a sudden, you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Because maybe the thing that you made felt risky, but it turned out to be the thing that people connected with the most. That's that's really where I feel like the rubber meets the road as a writer and as someone creating something is when you really have a sense of what your voice is. I don't want to say you're unstoppable. And I mean that not in the sense of like, oh, you're going to write the best song ever, but you're sort of unstoppable in the sense that you now have a very clear sense of what it is that you need to do. And so you're going to go out and do that thing. And even if not everybody likes it, you're okay with that because you know that it's speaking to you and ultimately it will speak to other people. And I think that's like, and for some people that turns out to be a massive career and for others, it's something they just do privately or quietly and they share a thing every now and then with somebody and that's enough you know and i think that the power of our voices is so strong i was just talking to our kids about this yesterday just about you know just really just talking a lot about the church and how you know asking them the question do you think god would create people that whether they can actually speak or not you know um do you think god would create some people to where they have a voice and others don't it's like absolutely not you know god has given all of us a voice a way of speaking in some form of language whether that's through sign language through ver- verbal language through different languages through all music through right. nothing spoken at all but through a photograph through something written through something we make through yeah. something we fix all these different things and i just think that creative process is so is so valuable because it really does help us as human beings work out so many things. And I know for me, songwriting has been my whatever way to 
like I don't know if I didn't make songs whatever it would be but it's been my way of being able to work through loss and suffering and identity in Christ and all that kind of stuff I like this. Okay. Uh, Most of my people in, in most of the people in my life are Apple people and all that kind of stuff, but I'm an Android guy. So because I'm an Android guy, I have music. (laughs) I I don't have Apple music. I have Google music. Well, here's the thing. Maybe it's the Google music algorithm or maybe Apple music does the same thing. But uh, whenever like in Google music, when I go searching for citizens, you guys aren't necessarily the first one that come up. Like, I know you guys went, you went Citizens Saints yep, and then yep. Citizens. Okay. And I'm sure that you guys, maybe, maybe you've yep. like had kind of like when you, when you went from one to the other, there was like a lot of like stuff. Well, okay. So like Google music will pull up the most random bands. Oh, tell me. I want to know. In them. We are going to tell you. And, and yeah. And so I want to, <laughs> we want to talk to Yeah, We're going to tell yeah. you because when, whenever I was, I was kind of laughing, we, Jacob were laughing about it and I was like, Man, I have no idea. I've one, I've never heard of these bands, but I wonder if they've like heard of these bands or like if they've ever had someone say, Man, like I was listening to this band oh, thinking yeah. it was you guys. There we go. Um, but so we got okay. some citizen bands and I want to get your feedback if you've heard from them and uh if you if you've heard them, what Great. you know, what yeah. you think about them. Jacob, yeah. you want to get started? So the first one, uh they started in nineteen twelve. They are called Citizens Band of Punxsutawney. <laughs> that's the first haven't heard of that one but uh yes. isn't that the play, uh Puxitani phil the the uh, yes yeah the groundhog yep. sorry and they play they play for that event so okay well just saying y'all might want to try out for that you know we will need we need to go there and make that happen <laughs> yeah yeah be yep. there for groundhog's day right um how about citizen citizen soldier don't rock. know that one either, but uh, that's that sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I think about, yeah, um, I listened. Yeah. I listened. Okay, interesting. Yep. It sounds. <laughs> I, I I can sort of picture in my head already maybe where that's going, but I don't know. I, I want to be surprised. Yeah. So. Okay. Let's just say the Grammys are not knocking at their door. Okay. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> So this next one, I'm just going to say it like it, it says. Citizens! With an exclamation point. Yes. Okay. They're English indie rock band from London. We have some history with them. Okay. Uh, so our bands both started at the same time. And years ago, okay. we were all just kind of in our own lanes, doing our own thing. And then we got a cease and desist letter from their, from their like label. That basically was like, mm-hmm. hey, okay, and we and there's a whole long story with that one too, um, a Mars Hill thing. That's a sad saga for another day. But okay. regardless, <laughs> uh, needless to say, I'll put it like this: I resigned from Mars Hill the day I resigned. I was handed this letter. Basically, I, I they said I've worked out a deal with Mars Hill to where they would let me take citizens and take the name and be totally legally responsible for it. 
resigned and they handed me this letter and said, Hey, you know, this probably isn't a thing to worry about, but there's this other band out there that's saying you need to legally, cha- you need to change your name or they're going to sue you. And I'm like, huh? And they've been, they've been, <laughs> they've been sitting Thanks. on that one for about a year. Uh, but nevertheless, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was freaking out. So we decided we're going to change our name and that's why we changed it to citizens and saints. Some time went by, got some other opinions from some lawyers and found out we didn't need to change our name because we were citizens first and we had proof we could prove that and all this kind of stuff. So we went back to citizens. They're not a band anymore, but I will say this. They were really awesome guys and super sweet to work with and definitely uh, weren't even necessarily pressuring us to change it to citizens and saints or something. But um, regardless, we, we made the change. All right, so a few more citizen band names. The other ones were Citizens Band Orchestra, simply just an orchestra uh, founded back in 2001. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Never heard of them, but, I mean, maybe they could play on their next record. <laughs> so. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> if things change, if things, you know, improve. <laughs> I mean, if you guys change drastically, I think maybe yeah, it'll work. We could we could see what happens. <laughs> um, all right, Citizen Way. Citizen Way. Uh, funny story. I've never met them, but we have had. We played a show one time at a Christian college in Indiana, mm-hmm. and all of I noticed as I was walking through one of like the student centers that all these posters up for the show, and citizens all this stuff but it was definitely not a picture of us <laughs> and i was like hey oh. um i don't they got it switched i up. don't know if like i don't know who that those people are but that's not us <laughs> like oh we know we know all about it oh, man. our person in the whatever department graphic design didn't realize that you guys weren't the same oh, band man. googled a photo of citizens way that's <laughs> Oh, someone lost great. their job. So when you guys get on stage, everybody's like, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, they were like, wait, we were expecting something else. I've also honestly one time and I mean, I didn't know what to do. I had someone come up to me with tears in their eyes and they were sharing with to me with me about how a song that we had written, which I never really looked oh. into this, but they were like, oh, you wrote the song. They were like crying about how important it was. They named the song, and I was like, "Oh, that's not ours." And I did not have the heart to tell them, like, in the moment. Listen, that's it not happens, right? I just felt like, you know what? We, I'm going to let them have this moment and hope we that they don't Google later and realize, "Oh my god, yeah, that's not actually. that it wasn't we, me yeah. and you're a fraud." It's funny because we talked yeah. to Leland uh, a few months ago, and he was talking about how uh, he looked a lot like Aaron Gillespie back in the day. <laughs> And they oh, stopped. Someone stopped him in Walmart and I was like, see that. "Bro, your music's changed my life. I'm such a fan. It's so nice to meet you." Blah blah blah. And he thought he was Aaron, and he just went with it. <laughs> took a picture like, with him. <laughs> I'm so thankful. He's he took a picture with him. He's like, I did not know what to do because I didn't want to crush this Dude, guy. I know that he was he was meeting yes. his idol, yes. and 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 yep. I didn't want to. I didn't have the heart. <laughs> I had that. That is exactly the same. I could just like I can't do it to this person. They're just gonna have to. We <laughs> talked with. Uh, I'm gonna be. Yeah. We talked with Mercy Me one time. They said so many people will say, "Man, your song Praise You in the Storm is so good." And he's just like, "I I don't have the heart to tell them yeah. that's Casting Crowns. That's not our song." That's not yeah. that's, that's, that's not, not the same thing. My bad. But yeah. we'll go with it. We'll yeah. go with it. Uh, oh, wow. 
Well, maybe maybe at a at a at a show coming soon, you'll hear someone uh, mention the band Citizen Pony. Oh, you heard of Citizen Pony? That sounds interesting. Or what about uh, yeah, Citizen Fish? Citizen Fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. These are real, these are bands. real bands. We're not making them up. These I are mean, actual bands. I find it interesting that so these on Google, Google Music, Google Music. I mean, like some of them have a couple hundred, you know, subscribers. Some of them have like ten. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but a yeah, lower. They have albums. They they have music and they have albums, and uh, they're there. Okay. Well, you know what? Good for them. They're making music. Citizen the Pony. Last one. I think. Th- I think this was a favorite one. Was a uh, Citizen Rat. <laughs> Citizen Rat. These are real. I don't even want to know what that is. I'd like to think about it as like sort of a kind of I don't know, like Chuck E. Cheese meets Run DMC. uh, What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Some sort of mascot that's running around on stage. I like this idea. I think this could work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe maybe a con- a concept, you know, just get all the citizen bands you can together, come up with something. Just just one song. You we'll know, see what happens. we we had right. an idea for years about uh you know, just walking into a citizens bank one day <laughs> and just being like, "Listen, there you go. We're citizens, you're citizens. Let's yeah. do some sort of collaboration." Exactly. Let us be your yeah. spokespeople. We, you you need music. <laughs> You need music for commercial. We need money. We could use a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome. Uh, you I, wait a minute. Can help I think us. the Lord can is telling you. me right now. Yes, we're supposed to do this. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, I'm sure there's more citizen bands out there, uh, but we we couldn't find any more. But listen, we'll 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 keep our eyes <laughs> out. Let me know. Okay. We'll we'll let you know. Just lawyer up and get ready to fight. All right, okay, Zach. I'm ready. Call Morgan I'm and Morgan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Well, uh, uh Zach, what's next for citizens and uh how can our listeners keep up with you? Guys? Yeah, we're currently planning a tour for the fall. Um, and that's gonna be really cool. Excited about that. And then of course, uh obviously there's the usual social media kind of channels and stuff like that. People can follow along. Um we're gonna be releasing some more music that over the next year that is um, mostly some really cool arrangements, if you will, of some of the songs off of I Can't Find the Edges of You that we've tracked live and filmed and excited about that. And then we'll have some new ones too that we've been sitting on for a very long time that we're excited to share. So um, I lots of stuff to, to be looking out for, but we're, we're playing uh, all over the U S right now too. So just, you know, anyone that wants to go to, we are yeah. We try and keep that updated as best as we can. So any Christmas music coming? Oh, I want to make a whole Christmas record. I want to make 10 Christmas records. Yeah, I just love making Christmas yeah. music, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're Christmas music guys. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I got to, that's funny thing about, about it all is like i got you got to get in the mood and it usually means you got to get in the mood to write christmas songs either during christmas time that you're going to record the next year but then you don't want to not listen to the christmas songs you love yeah so i probably in the next month i need to get some bells on and put up the christmas lights (laughs) yeah yeah get inspired do it just go for it so and break out the eggnog and stuff why not
So Zach, to wrap up, we'd like to see if you'd be willing to uh, share something that God has been doing in your life, maybe even recently, that would uh, help build our listeners' faith. Mm, yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing I am learning is, uh, you know, I think we live in a world, we live in an age now where we have more access to information than we've ever had, you know? And so we could go online at any point and we could, uh, if we have an opinion, whether people agree with us or not, we'll find somebody out in the world that agrees with us. And we can sort of create our own feedback loop. But we can also find a lot of encouragement. I know for me and my faith, there have been points where I felt, all right, I'm thinking about this thing. I don't know how to totally articulate it. And then I read a book or someone talks about this thing or it's in a song. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. There's other people out in the world that are thinking about this too. And I I just think, honestly, the biggest thing I would encourage people with is just to remember that we're part of, it's a universal, uh, like, call that God has given us you know like whether you live in the United States of America or you live in some other country and sometimes I feel like when we're in our own communities we can forget that people all over the world are calling on the name of Jesus people all over the world are praying and asking God to do things that um, are big tall tasks that God will is, is listening to and I think that's probably the most the easiest thing that we can sort of forget is we can kind of get so insular and so focused in and we can go on the internet and we can find the things that support our opinions but we forget to just have conversations with the people around us we forget to pray for the people that are all around us throughout the world even so I mean honestly I feel like that's been the biggest challenge for me is just to remember that the church is bigger than what I can even see and just when I think, oh man, everything is great, there's something out there that's really bad. And just when I think, oh, everything's terrible, there's many things out there that are really encouraging and great in the world. And I and I think so many of those things don't always show up on our TikTok and Instagram feeds, you know. And that's the that's the thing that I just keep coming back to is just remembering and believing that. You know, Jesus, where he says in John about how, you know, if he's to be raised up then it's, you know, he'll, it'll be to draw all people to himself and that work isn't done. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep sitting and, and thinking about that a lot. And I think for any person that's listening to just remember that, um, that Jesus, I mean, he does this in tears, praying that we would be one. He's talking about his disciples, that they would be one as me and the Father and Spirit are one, yeah. but that extends out to all. I think unity is something that is really important, and it doesn't always make a lot of sense. It's not always easy to come by because it can feel like compromise. But I think if we're willing to step back and see that if we believe that the Spirit of Christ is powerful and strong and can unite, then um, there's probably a lot that we can walk together in and find a lot of enjoyment and friendship in too. And that can be your neighbor, and it can also be someone across the world. And so that's that's the big thing I'm just thinking about a lot is we're part of a global church and uh, it's it's such a gift and a privilege to to be in a world right now where we can be connected with people all over the place and be encouraged by one another. Good stuff. 
Yeah, that's so good, man. Well, Zach, thank you so much for taking the time with us today, man. We 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 love getting. Yeah, you guys too. Thank you. And. If I had a suggestion, uh, you guys should do a world tour called I Can't Find the Edges of a Citizen Rat Tour. You know, and just oh, just in, invite them out and do a big tour. Uh-huh. I like this. <laughs> I, we, we got to film that. And we'll have to get Joaquin Phoenix to start because he likes that kind of stuff. Well, thank you, Zach. And thanks, dear listener, for tuning in this week. Hey, be sure to go to ChristianMusicGuys.com and check out our website, uh, while you're there, you can check out blogs uh, that we've written and also how you can join our support team. Be sure to catch us wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you are, leave a review, give us a like, share us with your friends. It certainly does help us out. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week.